Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. And we're going to bring to you the current events from a constitutional, principled, and liberty perspective. I am, um, JC, I'm weeping. I'm oh, weeping yeah. for the loss of understanding in America over the fundamental principle of due process. Seriously, I, I'm, I'm preparing for today's show, and everywhere I look are just simply example after example after example of just, I don't know, a, a dearth of understanding of what due process is all about, the purpose of due process. It has, it has not only become the cry of inconvenience for government, but it's almost been accepted by the American people as an inconvenience as well. Something, something that has to be overcome rather than something that wants to, to, to you know, that, that, that must be complied with, right? And help me, help I, me. I think this speaks to the problem, the conversation that Thaddeus and I were having this afternoon. I think you walked up on the conversation and, you know, and I'm not going to name names or, you know, come at anybody, but just, just as a general observation and characteristic of, the so-called conservative movement and, and, and conservative even in the liberty movement, um, so much of what we see are political solutions, political pursuits. They're politically oriented. So which means what? Which means their idea, their, their solution is let's get the right person in the right office to fix our problems. So their problem is changing out individuals, right? replacing individuals. And, you know, the, the folks, yeah, they, they change things. They, ha- they do have an impact. Uh, I would say short-term impact. You're, and, what, you're, what you're talking about are, are what you, probably what most people would classify as, as uh, the most famous activists. Any, in, you name the them. I don't, care who, yeah. I don't care who it is. I mean, yeah. you generally look at, yeah, definitely... If they're more famous, the, the most famous, the, the most known voices, the ones out Talking there, everybody heads follows. And speaking and, conservatives. Yeah, and I'm, and not, I'm not saying that they don't have an effect. They do have an effect. But I think this, what you're talking about, like 
this shows the difference. Because Thaddeus right. and I were talking about there's a difference in what you do. Because people have an appetite for that stuff. The politically oriented, it's sexy, it's entertaining, it, it's emotive. <laughs> it's, they, it's they appeal to the emotion. It's popcorn and cotton candy. It is. So then so many times, like, just as an example, again, I'm not going to name a, a name or a group. But JC's being I was correct. I was going to no because I appreciate yeah. what no, I they do. I I'm I'm not gonna I'm not trying to criticize. I'm just saying it's a different perspective, and it, it it'll achieve different results. And so one of these groups I gave the pr a presentation to, and mm -hmm. and I was describing to the leader of the group, well known leader, well respected, you know, impactful organization. But I was basically, you know, she, she did. This person didn't know me from Adam. Right. Uh, I think you were initially the one that's supposed to speak, mm -hmm. and she's. I keep saying she, and this it's person okay. is talking okay. to me. <laughs> and anyway, long story short, I'm telling, I'm, I'm trying to relate what's, what's the presentation, and this person like looked me straight in the face and basically said, nobody cares about that. Nobody's interested in history. That's what she told me that day. And I think as a result of that, I ended up being last, mm -hmm. the last presenter of the entire multi-day mm -hmm. event. Okay, I was the last one to speak. Well, the room was packed out. I gave my presentation, and I mean, it was on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, I'm serious, because I was there, and, and, and everybody in the room rushed at me, where do I get the book where he's teaching okay. from? Where do I get this so they were blown Where do away. I get this information? And they were... They told Blown away. and they told this person, the person, this is the most impactful, mind blowing, life changing thing I've ever heard in my life. These are grown people, activists. I mean, multi-decade activists, people mm -hmm. in the communities and I mean, working. And so that highlighted the difference for me and why. And, and so People with that political mindset, what what we're doing, like the education and the stuff we're getting at. We're a teach show, not a talk show. Goes to the fundamentals, right. the foundation, the root of the problem, okay? And it's deeper, and, and if, if what we're doing would take hold in a person, that's a long-term change, right, right? Right, So if you have a political solution, so let's say, you know, they rah-rah, win somebody to Trump, right? And then you got the, these communities and people, oh, love Trump, going to vote for Trump, da-da-da. And then he gets in, and for whatever reason, good, bad, ugly, you know, they say, oh, man, you know, he wasn't what I expected. He's he's abrasive, blah, blah, blah. For whatever reason, their opinion changed. And then they go back. They'll flip back to the other side, right? Right. That's what happens with political solutions and political approaches. And so, if you're if you're hinged on a person, if you're hinged on a project, then when the project is over, or the or the the perspective on the project changes, or the pers perspective on the person changes, then then the effectiveness of the movement in that person or that project is is over. Last only as it's, long as that person. It only in the lasts office, as long or, as the project or as, long or as, as the person. That person is doing what what they desire right. to do. And right. so that's the difference. So then when you look at it and you say, here are these things that happen, and all of a sudden it looks like, wow, 
Nobody seems to understand due process. Nobody has a hold on this because some boogeyman came, some bad situation, some slick talking politician, and it was able to, mm -hmm. to woo them and sway them. And now they're over here and where they shouldn't be. And so what, what you're teaching, like the, the ministry mm -hmm. of this, the, the, the perspective, the target of what we're doing goes to the heart. It goes to the mind. It, 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 I mean, this flips worldviews. And if you grab a hold right. of it, Nobody's going to be able to give you a speech. Nobody's going to be able to present you a boogeyman. And all of a sudden you change the opinion, you know, that you had two days ago. Now you have a new opinion on how this is going to work. So it's not surprising to me. And I don't mean, and, and again, you're hopeful. We're hopeful. There are things we're hopeful about. However, uh, I, you know, I'm under no illusion that the reality is still most of the movement, most of what gets played are these surface level political pursuits. I mean, these are the people that raise all the money. No, it's just like that person. Like she's raking in tons of money from donors and they're doing their thing. And again, they're making some changes, but she can look at what we're doing, which will absolutely make a paradigm shift in the mind of the of the person that will not change for the rest of their life. I mean, they're, they're settled on and they're going to go and they're going to be reliable, dependable and support liberty. And she looks at that and goes, nobody's interested in that. Nobody has an appetite for that, right? Because it's not some rah-rah, I scared you, I psyched you up, I pumped you up, and now, you know, you can give a donation because, you you know, you see some fire burning right here and, and, and you're enthralled. And so that's, well, and that's the perspective. I, but I think so you hit the nail on the head sexy. right there. Right. Long-term is not sexy, but long-term also does not fund projects. Correct. Long-term doesn't fund foundations. Well, and it's the hard work. It's like, it's like when we were involved in the Haiti mission and we used to get so annoyed at the missionaries who who showed all these movies about the 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 dirty Haitian child with you know flies and yeah. stuff and that's just simply not who Haiti was uh, as for the most part but, but just to whip up some sentiment just to, to whip, to whip up sentiment right. to get money and that's we which by the thank way you, we're just which by the way is e that's easy. Mm -hmm. Right. It's anybody can give a speech, have a rally, you know, whatever. That's that's nothing. That's, I mean, how many right. people, how many of these so-called activists we've seen come on the scene, you know, stuff about them, you know, they know nothing They're I mean, yeah. what do they have? They're no substance, no knowledge, whatever. Oh, but they can goodness. get people. I went to a national tea people party people one up. time, uh, a, a national tea party meeting in one of in a state. Sure. And the the leader there who turned out to be somebody very very big at the sure. time but or later but not you know maybe just moderate at the time was aggravated that i was going to be speaking for 22 minutes on mm -hmm. the constitution yeah. but then had this this no nothing politician no nothing not even a politician some person they drug off the street that had absolutely no knowledge had an absolutely no no actual finesse and delivery you know no. i mean just just garbage she was allowed to stand up there and spew for like 45 minutes utter nonsense of utter complete nonsense rambling it was just rambling but it was rambling about oh i hate barack obama oh i hate this person oh i hate that person oh they hate me and it was just which makes no long-term impact no, long -term no impact. change whatsoever and people will throw you know hundreds of dollars at that kind of nonsense and so training converting i mean getting to mm -hmm. the foundation which is what it, we're all about it's yeah. hard it's it hard takes work, work. it's takes a long-term process and so i think that's what you're seeing mm -hmm. so again not surprised 
you know, when this stuff is revealed in these kind of, uh, you know, cauldron moments, mm-hmm. the, 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 these these sort of hot pressure moments, pe- people actually, you know, they're revealed. It's it's revealed where people stand, what they believe. And so the fact that we are so we as a people in America are so fixated on these surface shallow political pursuits and solutions and you know the celebrity status and popularity and all this sort of stuff idol worship uh doesn't surprise me at all because that's because our problem is deeper our problem is getting to the root of this understanding and people grabbing hold of and owning the principles of liberty once they understand them well, I'm encouraged because as the big things come up and we're able to reach people and educate within the passion gives that platform. they find. Yes. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Hey, if you're watching us on YouTube, and I hope you are, you see right now the banner that I've created for a brand new class happening August 30th in Gainesville, Texas, which is uh, just northeast of Dallas. And you can fly into Dallas, you can drive into Dallas, you can stay in Dallas, and uh, you can stay in Gainesville, come from Tyler, come from all over uh, eastern, northeastern Texas, and come to this Red Flag Law and TAPS Act training, constitution training that we're going to be having in Gainesville, Florida. This is an emergency training session that we are having in Gainesville, Florida to help do exactly what we said. We've got this situation, JC, where we have, uh, we have for the first time in a, well, I'm, let me put this this way. We have an actual constitutional crisis. You know, this isn't the constitutional crisis that that the Democrats run around and talk about. It's not a political crisis called a constitutional crisis. This is an actual constitutional crisis where... Not Democrat propaganda. (laughs) Not Democrat propaganda. Not not political propaganda. This is actual crisis, and we are pulling together an emergency training session Friday, August 30th in Gainesville, Florida. Uh, This is actually one of the first times where we have created the meeting ourselves rather than actually been invited to another meeting. So we are having to fund the whole thing ourselves. So we want you guys to make sure that you can go and come to that. Uh, Yeah, Friday night's kind of meet and greet. So the the, uh, firearms trains, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, we're having firearms training. So this is open open to everybody. Right. This is open to everybody Friday night. It's part of our In Defense of Liberty training course. Saturday and Sunday is the firearms training, but Friday night is the constitution training, and we pull together an emergency session to talk about these red flag laws that, and TAPS Act. That is to say, open everybody for a small fee, right? Yeah, so right. You, you don't have to pay for the whole gun training. It's just right. a separate yeah. you know, well, entrance Well, we are charging fee. an entrance fee because we have to pay for the hotel room uh, right. where we're holding the session, but and it's we're going to have full, food and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's not the full, yeah, you know, the what full you would training. expect for firearms training right so this is not the firearms training hey guess what jc 
Elizabeth Warren wins the blue ribbon for uh, despotism this week. Okay. Congratulations. She, yeah. Oh, seriously. She puts out this, this uh, tweet that says, increasing taxes on gun manufacturers will reduce gun and ammunition sales and bring a new uh, federal revenue that we can use for both gun violence prevention and enforcement of existing gun laws. Together, we can hold manufacturers accountable. You have another ribbon for like economic doofus. <laughs> I know what we we could I could find a green one to put up there. Yeah. Represent money. Seriously. No, it's retarded. I mean, <laughs> the Democrats they're, they're so stupid, and they always make these kind of arguments. I mean, it's some of this stuff is it's it's repeated so often, mm -hmm. and then answered so often. Like how how could people still fall for this? You don't tax. You don't raise taxes on a manufacturer and punish the manufacturer. Those costs are passed on to the consumer. Well, but not you're only not, you're that, you're not punishing them. You ra you raise the you raise the price of guns. People will stop buying them, and then you don't have the revenue, right? You're not going to get the same amount of revenue when you raise the prices if you make them affordable. First off, people are not going to stop buying guns. Well, that's okay, true. Okay, so th this is a fool's errand anyway. But but the idea it's just it's just ridiculous. Okay. They always make these things. Economically, these it is stupid. Idiotic. Cases. But liberty perspective, this is this kind of ideology, these kinds of government principle is why James Otis Jr. and the Sons of Liberty stood up against their government. Right. Because the idea that government can use taxes to punish. Um, that's not the purpose of taxes. Taxes are not a tool to punish. The only reason that taxes is ex exist is to raise revenue for programs, uh, well, I'm sorry, for powers that are delegated, okay? First and foremost, there is no authority for the federal government to tax guns, gun manufacturers, or ammunitions within the Constitution of the United States. The entire tax on the gun industry from a federal level is completely and totally unconstitutional. But I want to point out this economically, this is contrary to what they claim. This is a tax on the poor. This is a tax against the <laughs> poor, yeah. right? Because again, the manufacturer passes it on in raising the prices of his, uh, of his item, and therefore those who have the least money can't afford it. As arrogant men tear up our constitution, and from every direction we cry around. You can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. I want to remind you, the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal is now available on Roku, Fire Stick, we are, uh, and uh, many other uh, television platforms now that we are hosted by the Oath Keepers channel on your t television streaming uh, mediums. I don't even know what those are, actually, so I'm kind of dumb about that stuff, but... Yeah. But I wanted to say, you know, J JC, this is, 
This is exactly what the Democrats are about. Well, they are about They're it. about keeping the poor people enslaved. Uh, yeah, so. And nothing enslaves the poor people more than being disarmed and unable to defend themselves. Exactly what I was going to say. This, this reveals something that's fundamentally true about Democrats yeah. that many Americans do not comprehend. And that is this, very plainly. Democrats or the Democrat Party hates poor people. Democrats hate poor people. Get that through your head. Democrats hate poor people. Mm -hmm. When you manipulate, <laughs> when you, when you, I mean, you do this kind of stuff to them where you're, you're basically disarming poor people. You're saying we're going to raise, we're going to tax the manufacturer, right? If you're not an economic doofus, then you understand, then they pass that on to the to consumer the by ra raising the prices on the goods that they're producing, which means it now costs more. So those who have the least resources can't afford it, can't buy it. And these policies, their policies across the board always hurt poor people, enslave poor people so that they can do two things and one's an ends to the other. One, keep them poor for number two, so that they can then say, let us save you, help you, provide Keep for you them dependent. so that you can vote for us. Well, so it's about dependency. Exactly. That's why welfare state exists. That's why this stuff exists. You have to keep the people. So, so then how else, how else do you describe that? So a group of people wants to impoverish another group of people so that they can make them slaves in order to increase their own power. Okay, right. that's what the Democrats do to the poor. Therefore, Democrats hate poor people. Say it with me. Democrats hate poor people. You know that. I mean, seriously, I don't know how you can get around that. And now we do. We do have some Democrats that listen to our show. They yeah, I, they, I mean, they I mean, follow the us Democrat on, Party. Thank okay? you. Okay, so the Democrat Party hates poor people. And if you're participating and supporting them, then well. I guess you vicariously hate poor people. And if you're one of them, you hate yourself, right? You're, you're hurting yourself. Mm -hmm. So JCI, th th this whole idea, this is, this should really be, um, heavy on the people's minds. This whole disarming of Americans. We came across this article on reason. Uh, we are now this, this due process thing. So, Oh, I forgot. This idea that taxes are a punishment. A punishment for what? Right. What crime have the gun manufacturers committed where they need to be punished for something? Right? And that, I mean, that's exactly what she's talking about is punishing people. And we don't punish people in America without due process. Yeah, once well, she this says. This is the force of government, government right. power, whether it's by the dollar or by the gun, it's government forcing you by the threat of violence against you or your, or your company. Yeah. For what? And she says, together we can hold them accountable. Accountable for what? Accountable for manufacturing an item that you have a fundamental right to possess. Uh, manufacturing an item that everybody that protects her carries. Right. Which she probably has at her own house. 
So are we to believe that that every that every officer in government who carries a gun is is complicit in a crime? Because apparently, according to Elizabeth Warren, the very manufacturing of a gun is a crime. So if the very manufacturing of a gun is a crime, then anyone who carries a gun, whether they be in government or not, are accomplices to the crime. So she's saying government agents are criminals. Yes. Basically what she's saying. I might. Yeah. Well, never mind. Well, but she's not because that's the yes. essence of statism. Right. Because when she's okay. okay for the government to do it. Mm -hmm. But if you do what the government does, you're a criminal. Well, it's okay for the, for the government to steal from you in the name of taxes to give to someone else, but it's not okay for me to do that. Right. I can't, I can't steal from, from our neighbor mm -hmm. to benefit myself. But I can employ the government to steal from my neighbor to benefit me. Then all of a sudden, it's not theft in the eyes of the government. But we know what Bastiat said, right? That theft is, it's now called legalized plunder because theft is still theft, regardless of whether the government does it or not. And, and moving on with this, this, I, this frustration that I'm feeling about due process. In reason, there's an article called the acts of politically motivated violence are already illegal, making domestic terrorism a federal crime won't help. I made a post, since you're not on Facebook, you don't know this, but I made a post um, last week where I sort of, you know, made a, a play on words and I said, everybody, I have a secret. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna tell you a secret. Shh, don't tell the secret. Are you ready? Make sure you don't tell anybody. Laws don't stop crimes. And I said, look, it has to be a secret because everybody's solution to any problem in America today Make is to create more <laughs> laws. Well, the whole premise here is that when you go, like for, for Charlottesville, when you go in and shoot people. That happens to be a crime. That already happens already. to be a crime. <laughs> But we have to make it a federal crime called domestic terrorism. Why? Because it's not about proper punishment. No. It's about relocation of power. Exactly. It's about increasing power in the hands of the federal government. First off, I want someone. Okay, so what we have here is the president. You know, another way you could say that, by the way, is in the hands of a few. Yes. Because right? you're moving from right. the states, which is the, the people. The people. And on, right. on a broad scale. You're and moving it into the hands of the few. Power consolidating into the hands of the few. So you have this group called the FBI Agents Association. As if, right, I knew JC was going to roll his eyes there. The FBI Agents, Agents Association president, his name's Brian O'Hare, made this statement. He says, domestic terrorism is a threat to the American people and our democracy. Boo. Okay, he says, acts of violence intend to intimidate civilian populations or to influence or affect government policy should be prosecuted as domestic terrorism regardless of the ideology behind them. And he says, the, F the FBIAA continues to urge Congress to make domestic terrorism a federal crime, and this would ensure that the FBI agents and prosecutors have the best tools to fight domestic terrorism. 
I assume this Power is like a union. and money. This yes. is like a union yes. right. for FBI agents? Right. Or the, the, or the, the uh, honorary like brotherhood. The of the, yeah. So you have, we, what, what we're doing now is taking power from the many, consolidating it in the few, but now we're going to be, look what he says, so we will have the best tools to fight domestic terrorism. What does yeah. that mean? We need more money. We, we want, more money. want more money so we can have bigger toys, toys mm -hmm. right? Now look, from the outside. That's all any kind of union association ever says. Yeah. That's their whole message, 24-7. Well, from the outside, somebody might make the argument and say, well, this is not to, you know, this is not your grandfather's America. This is completely different. We need to do things differently in America. We've got to look at this My grandfather would open up a can of whoop by now. So <laughs> but no, here's this thing. We have this woman named Mary McCord, and she makes a similar statement. She, um... She is a former acting assistant attorney general for the for national security. I don't even know what that means, acting assistant attorney general for national security. Anyway, she says, to be clear, it's not that there are inadequate criminal statutes on the books. She says, but neither state law murder charges nor hate crime charges, which we know there is no such thing as hate crime, right? call what happened in Charlottesville what it is, domestic terrorism, and they fail to equate it under federal law as it deserves to be equated with the actions of ISIS-inspired terrorists who engage in violence in pursuit of their equi equally insidious goals. Now, I want to share something with you. This woman, who was the former acting assistant attorney general for national security... Which, by the way, means she's an attorney. Right. Exactly. She's an attorney. So she's a moron or a liar? Now, she is working with the Institute for Constitutional Advocacy oh, and Protection at Georgetown University. What does that say about that organization? Exactly. The, the Institute for Constitutional Advocacy advocating labels to create no due process. You're guilty until proven innocent. Not only that, guilt by association. This is a complete and total, I mean, just straight off the top. Let's not talk about due process. Let's not talk about the right to a trial, your right to, to uh, uh, an attorney. Let's talk about your right to a property. This is a straight up First Amendment violations. It, when I hear, first, just, just on the face of it, when I hear an attorney, uh, you know, use the phrase uh, hate crime charges, which we know no such thing exists. No such thing Ra exists. Rather than saying hate crime sentence enhancements, because you're an attorney, therefore you ought to know better. So, so right off the bat, you're a moron or a liar, or you're a moron and a liar. Well, obviously she has serious issues with rational thinking when she works for the Institute for Constitutional Advocacy and is propping up the need for more laws First, number one, right, constitutional advocacy, a, a law that would infringe on freedom of speech and freedom of association. Law number two, a law on which the federal government has no authority under the Constitution to create a law. There's no authority within the Constitution for the federal government to create a law for murder. So, lady, We talked about this with, yeah. with the Barr, uh, Attorney General right. Barr going forward with a death penalty yeah. for people committing murder. So, lady, this word constitution you're using, I, I'm not yeah, sure, sure you... Sure 
yeah. means what you think it means. Seriously. So when we get back from the break, I want to take, I want to connect some dots, JC. I want to show people because there's a, there's a lot of, a lot of puzzle pieces that are scattered across the table and we need to start putting them together. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. I want to, in, the, in our last section, JC, to connect these dots because this is something very, very important. We have now this cry for federal laws to deal with people with wrong thinking, right? We need to label people domestic terrorists. We need to prosecute people for being domestic terrorists, right. regardless of the fact that murder is murder, right? And, and blowing up buildings is blowing up buildings. All of these are laws. We don't need sentence enhancements for murder. You can already get the death penalty. We already know you can get the death penalty for murder. Yeah. And we well, don't need federal well government doing that. Yeah, right, exactly. So I want to, I want to, now we have this, then what we have, now my TAPS uh, Constitutional Review article is out. I talked about it last week. I, I worked hard on this, JC. I really did, because I knew that with the Republicans really pushing this, I had to have lock tight stuff. Right. Even after I published it, I went back and, and tweaked it again because I wanted to be Loctite clear. So you can go to chrisannhall.com and in the most recent article is HR 838 TAPS Act, You're Being Lied To. So what we have now, now let's put this together. We have the FBI and the Institute for Constitutional Advocacy all crying for federal crimes for domestic terrorism. Right. Now we have Republicans screaming to have a task force created so that we can have behavioral police set up in the state and federal level. Behavioral police. The entire TAPS Act is about identifying what they call concerning behavior and then inventing a power for the federal government to uh, to arrest, to, to seize people's property based on less than constitutional issues. Then, think about this, JC, right? We're, we're putting these puzzle pieces together. We have the Phoenix FBI memo that comes out and says that the FBI, you guys have got to read this memo. It's absolutely ludicrous. In the basis of this memo, the FBI says we conduct our business based on assumptions. We make assumptions. It says, these are the words it uses. We make assumptions, and our assumptions are how we label people to be domestic terrorists. And now the, 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 the burden of proof is not probable cause. The burden of proof is not that you've committed a crime. The burden of proof is we now believe that at some point in time in the future, you we assume because of what you think 
You are now a domestic terrorist. Minority Report. Go watch it. Right, right. Look it up. Go watch so it. So if you are, if you believe a group of international elites control government, industry, and media organizations, the FBI now labels you a domestic terrorist. You don't have to do anything. It's just your thinking, right? If you believe the UN is being used by an evil global cabal to erode American sovereignty, you are now in the eyes of the FBI a domestic, you don't have to do anything. Just thinking this. You post something, you retweet something. You are now in the eyes of the FBI, by their own words, a domestic terrorist. If you believe the official story surrounding a given terrorist attack or mass shooting is a lie, or that the event was staged or conducted by the government, you are now a domestic terrorist. Remember when remember I said the other day you were talking about this? I, I said, man, this stuff, it so smells like Dick Cheney. Seems like Dick yeah. Cheney has got to be sneaking around here somewhere. Well, lo and behold, to go to Fox News today, Dick Cheney is having a fundraiser on Monday for Trump in Wyoming. <sighs> I just, you know, seriously, I, I wish I, guess I I'm really... I am a domestic terrorist for thinking that's Yeah, that's odd. fishy. I want people to look at these things. We And I think what happens is media keeps us so focused on these little insignificant issues that we're not able to pull all the pieces together and form a full-on picture. I want you to take these pieces and see what's happening because encroachments, the destruction of your liberty never happens like that. They are small encroachments that happen over time. They put down the building blocks in such a way that you don't even notice. And now Dick Cheney is having a fundraiser. <laughs> God bless you guys. We'll see you next time.